Hello everybody, welcome back to Tim Talk. I'm Tim, let's talk. And our last episode, it ran almost 25 minutes long, that I felt like it was worth the extra time put into it. And today, I'm going to be going through that same routine of talking about more facts, but not so much random trivia, but this one's going to be a little bit more towards marketing that I feel like is very valuable for every business to know. So with that being said, let's get started on some 10 marketing facts that every marketer must know. All right, starting with number one, 82% of consumer internet traffic will be video by 2021. In a white paper published by Cisco, video is predicted to greatly outperform all other online mediums in the coming years. Brands are preparing for the shift with US online video ad spend projected to hit $17 billion by 2020. To keep up with the trend, marketers must plan to increase investment in digital video. Many have suggested that 2017 may be the year cable TV died. During the first quarter of the year, the U.S. cable industry lost 410,000 subscribers. In comparison, one of the web's most popular streaming services, Netflix, added 8.3 million subscribers during 2017's final quarter. Online video, especially on social channels, looks to be increasingly central to marketing success. Now, this is something I definitely believe because you can you can witness this uh, all over the internet as far as um, popular streaming services. Disney is now owning major franchises, including their original classics, uh, Marvel, uh, Marvel Heroes, and, and uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, and uh, now Star Wars. So they're they're now able to own all these franchises, and they're making their own streaming service. I think it's called Disney Plus Stream Service. And that's a little scary because now Disney, what they own as far as creative properties will probably most likely not share over into any anything else. So you're not going to see any Star Wars or Marvel movies on Netflix anymore. It's going to be on their own streaming service, their own channel, which I mean, who wouldn't want to subscribe to a channel that did all superheroes, Star Wars movies we grew up with like Lion King and Aladdin. So Disney is definitely taking this sort of information seriously as they're seeing where the money is. That internet traffic is primarily going towards video and how streaming services are just raking in the money since people have become more focused on media on demand. So I think that's crucial for people, for businesses to understand how they need to start putting investment in online marketing, video marketing, having their business represented online digitally with uh, effective video marketing, which is what Express Digital Media proudly represents and uh, with our abilities to make people stand out, both local and large businesses. All right, moving on to number two. Influencer marketing is a $1 billion industry on Instagram. With Instagram approaching 1 billion users, more and more brands are dedicating ad dollars to the platform. Parallel to this, search interest for influencer marketing has multiplied 198 times since 2013. A recent study by Medikix found that this surge in interest has resulted in a $1 billion influencer marketing industry on Instagram, which continues to grow. This is another thing that I definitely believe is correct because when I'm trying to advertise or trying to post things on Instagram on behalf of other pages or, or other businesses, most of the traffic on there is automated. Most people that are actually responding are bots or, or people paying uh programs to respond for them and so most of the stuff the interactions i get on my pages are not exactly inactive users but i don't believe that they're actually human users they're more automated they're run by programs and i think people are starting to get the information that instagram is important but they don't actually want to put the human touch 
on promoting themselves on Instagram. So they're paying other people to do it or they're paying programs to do it. And now it's just a crowded community that is just, it's discouraging. It's really making you think that you put in all this effort and work. If people aren't going to go back and look at the stuff you've posted, they're saying if you are, what's the most recent thing you posted? Did you put on the right tag? There's just so many factors that I feel Instagram is going to slowly lose its value because of how the community is treating it. I think for like celebrities and very popular uh, companies, Instagram is very effective since they already have a community and an organized group of people that follow. But for new people that are coming onto Instagram or have not heard of said business, I think that it's just it's a very difficult thing to try and come out of. So uh, one thing that I would recommend as advice is to make sure that your Instagram and your other social media accounts have their own value of quality. So let's say if you're posting something on Instagram that also posts to Facebook, then why would they need to follow Instagram if it's already being posted on Facebook or if the same contents on Facebook? So make sure that you're using Instagram for Instagram. Put some interesting self pictures or behind the scenes shots on Instagram or product shots or whatever it may be on Instagram and then keep Facebook more for the focused advertising of your business, maybe some other fun pictures or ideas. So making sure that the content you're putting on each platform is separate, but it's equal and the value maintains the same. So people will follow you on Instagram and Facebook because you are alternating different content because Gary Vaynerchuk, he's very good at posting very focused business stuff on LinkedIn and then on Facebook, more um, educational stuff and on Instagram, more trending uh, comments. So I feel like he's a great, he's probably one of the best examples of how to respond to your different platforms. With that being said, let's move on to number three. The average consumer attention span is eight seconds. According to Time Magazine, the average attention span of a goldfish is one second longer than a consumer's. From a metric standpoint, a user is 106% more likely to bounce on mobile when the load speed is 6 seconds. Marketers should optimize web pages for speed and make blog content attention grabbing to increase time spent on page. I do not believe this. I don't believe the intention span is 8 seconds. I believe it is 3 seconds. Seriously. The attention span of the generations of this era that are being brought in with cell phones and tablets and electronics and internet and Wi-Fi, the attention span is just plummeting. People are just going on to internet for immediate demand of entertainment. And if they don't get that, they know they can get it somewhere else. Their time is not valuable, but their attention is. So they are going to be redirecting their efforts of being entertained to whatever has the fastest outlet. And this is something I do believe is just going to, you would think, how is this going to get worse in the future? I mean, but it's gotten to this point already. So who knows how our attention span is going to be as the market for digital media grows exponentially. This is a very scary fact, and I I do believe it's true. The attention span is within seconds. It's just such a, uh, because I mean, when back in the older days, like in the nineties, you would have to wait for things. Like remember when you would have to wait for the internet because it had to go through the whole process of going into space and then coming back and all those weird whistling and beeping noises. And then someone picks up the phone and you lose connection. (laughs) Those were the days of where you had to learn with lots of patience. But nowadays it's, it's a bit depressing to think about it of how people are now being influenced immediately because of demand and attention. Moving on to number four, 
Millennials are projected to account for nearly one-third of all U.S. retail sales by 2020. There are 92 million millennials in the United States today whose spending reaches a staggering $600 billion each year. This group of 21 to 36-year-olds has officially surpassed the baby boomers in the population and is the country's largest living generation. Millennials are well known for their rejection of traditional advertising and quick adoption of new technologies. Brands should consider adjusting their targeting to reach millennials through social media and influencer marketing. This is something I definitely believe to be true because as the audience is growing on social media accounts and online and with internet traffic increasing, it's going to be increasing with people who have been raised with it because there's only a few people who are even wanting to learn how to be on the internet for the first time who are in the baby boomer generation. It's, uh, I mean, kids probably four to five years old are probably learning how to actually get accounts online and to be active and to go through videos and stuff like that. So at a very young age, kids are growing up with this stuff. So of course the internet traffic is going to increase crazy. And it's amazing how millennials are actually spending that much. They're $600 billion each year. That's incredible. And I definitely feel like that's the attention businesses are looking for as far as capturing a generation because of the, the money they put into it. So it, that, that does make a lot of sense. And I would I definitely believe this to be true. All right. Moving on to number five, 75% of total marketing budget will go to digital marketing. Salesforce research found that marketing executives will spend three-fourths of their total marketing budget on digital over traditional channels in 2021. In 2011, marketers spent about 62% of their total marketing budget on digital channels, meaning digital marketing spending will grow 21% within a 10-year period. This increase in digital ad spend reflects just how much the advertising industry has changed. Brands are reducing spend on traditional channels as digital continues to dominate. I'm actually surprised by that number. 75% of total marketing budget will go to digital marketing. I definitely think as, as businesses are becoming savvy to the new analytics of the generations of the age and what's being spent online, I would think that 75% should be increased dramatically. And I think it definitely is going to be raised, but I don't know within a 10 year period, I think maybe I would say five years in five years, I think it would probably reach to 90% of the total marketing budget because I think people are quick to notice when their money is not working or where they're putting their money is not being as effective as they would like it to be. Cause it's really the pull principle of throwing stuff against the wall to see what sticks. And if they're seeing that the money they're putting towards the marketing budget for digital marketing is actually working, then of course they're going to just funnel, you know, their money into what they know is being is what is effective and what is working. Moving on to number six, Google and Facebook earn more than the world's traditional media outlets. The ad duopoly, Facebook and Google, tops over $117 billion in ad revenue, more than every newspaper, magazine, and radio network in the world combined. Incorporated reported the way consumers access news is much different with the rise of search and social media and numbers. The way consumers access news is much different with the rise of search and social media, and the numbers reflect this behavior. Case in point, over one-third of millennials and Generation Zs access news through social media platforms. That is crazy to actually hear out loud for the first time. That's incredible. Google and Facebook alone make more in ad revenue 
the newspapers, magazines, and radios. I've also worked with businesses locally that still use the newspapers, magazines, and radios because that is the traditional way of going through things. But that's not something we actually promote here at Express. We think it's much more effective for the new digital marketing because that is where the audience is. That's where the traffic is going. So with this sort of information, I feel like this is uh, just going to increase the impact of the fact that uh, or increase the impact of the value that digital media has now in just Google and Facebook alone, which is one of I, I would consider Facebook to be one of the most important social media platforms and Google to be the best search engine that um, is great for just putting out your content and then because that's where people are going to be looking for they're going to be looking for who makes this the closest location of this yada 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 all right moving on to number seven content with relevant images gets 94 percent more views content marketing strategy is an ascending priority for many advertisers today's consumers are attracted to images so marketers must integrate visuals with written content Consumer preference for image-rich content also relates to the previously mentioned rise of online video. Marketers will continue to increase investment in design resources to create a compelling imagery and source-quality photos. It's amazing. You go to YouTube and you're looking up, even if you're looking up something and you find something else that catches your attention, it's the thumbnail that makes people watch anything. And I feel like it's... uh, It doesn't even have to be relevant to the actual content of the video. It just has to grab the attention, whether it's an attractive woman or uh, money or uh, vehicles like cars, something fancy or something really epic. I mean, the images is what grabs the attention of people. So I feel like the content with relevant images gets 94% more views. I, I don't know. I feel like that definitely is going to change because people can put up all these crazy eye popping images of the same content and the one that's more outrageous will get more clicks besides the one that's more relevant because it really depends on people looking for stuff for accuracy or for entertainment because I don't think any of us is ever not wanting to be entertained especially for the crowd that's now more present on social media moving on number eight 76 percent of marketers cited ROI measurement as top challenge for influencer marketing As brands' investment in influencer marketing grows, tracing key performance indicators, KPIs, like return on investment, ROIs, matters more. In a recent survey, 76% of marketers said that determining ROI was their top challenge for influencer marketing campaigns. The second biggest challenge was the ever-changing nature of social network algorithms. There are many techniques that brands can use to track KPIs, such as total audience, likes, comments, use of hashtags, and brand reach. Now we're getting into some scientific analysis of marketing, talking about KPIs and ROIs. Um, That's something I am still new to because there are lots of branches of marketing and you could really get into the different depths of marketing. But for a person to know every, like to be an expert in every branch it's going to be very hard to find for a person who's actually knowing what they're talking about, but also effective in uh, their execution. This this happens to be one of the things that I, is still new to me of learning about these analytics for the return of investments and the key performance indicators. So th- th- there's not much of an opinion I can say about that fact. <laughs> Moving on. Number nine, YouTube has a higher engagement and lower bounce rate than Twitter and Facebook. 
In a study measuring the post-click engagement of referral traffic from the most dominant social media channels, YouTube is the undisputed winner. Visitors from YouTube spend more time viewing content than visitors from Twitter and Facebook or any other prominent social channels. Links shared via YouTube, annotations, and video descriptions truly complement the video content, compelling users to click then dive deeper into the topic. YouTube's 1.5 million users account for one-third of all people on the internet. In a world where marketers compete for attention, choosing the right platforms and engaging viewers is vital. That's incredible. I love that. YouTube is something I really want to get better at. Because I am a, a very frequent user for YouTube, and I believe YouTube is incredible for... It constantly surprises me as far as entertainment and education and awareness. YouTube is fantastic for uploading content and then having a link to share to anything. Because when, when people see a link to a YouTube video, they know to go to it when they have time to spare. When they have time to actually spend listening or watching whatever it is that you have sent them because you go to Facebook and you go to Twitter and everything's just just popping around just seeing who said this what said that what's this what's that and just kind of discovery you go for discovery not so much more for investment in waiting around to see duration of each thing which is why I think YouTube has become a stronger TV network sort of streaming platform people are now treating it as they're putting up programs of entertainment for different channels because they now have YouTube TV, which is crazy. But I feel like they definitely have already jumped on the ball for making sure that uh, their original content is following the same flow of TV channels. All right, last one. Number 10. Four times as many consumers would rather watch a video than read to learn about a product. In a survey by Animoto... Four out of five consumers said a video sharing how a product service works was important. Additionally, the survey found that four times as many consumers prefer a video on a product to an article. These facts further support the notion that brands should already be increasing the output of video content. This is scary. This terrifies me. Because think about it. Now that we are in an age and era where we can be influenced by videos and so, like uh, digital media and all this sort of thing, people don't want to read. They don't want to see facts for themselves. They want to hear other people's opinions or other people to tell them. So now people can manipulate that and say, here are the facts. But just because someone has said them, you would believe it instantly rather than going out and reading it for yourself. That people are now more likely to listen to different sources of news than to go and find the truth for themselves, which is why I feel like it's such a big <laughs> a big thing recently for fake news because it is all the platforms are are being accepted as biblical truth that there's no question around it, but everything is very biased. Everything is very influential and influence themselves. So that is so dangerous. I feel like that is, as it increases, it's going to become more and more heated when it comes to the subject matter that needs to be untampered with, which I don't think anyone is really beyond capable of doing. So those are 10 facts uh, of marketing and for digital marketing. And I feel like this is just this is gold. This is just such great insight for any businesses wanting to thrive 
and make new investments for their business to grow in the ever in the ever changing climate of different audiences and platforms and media content and internet traffic. This 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 has been very fantastic, but I really want to know what your guys' thoughts are. I want to know what you guys think is true or what you do not believe. I want to know your opinions on why. Please comment, like, share, and subscribe to wherever you are hearing this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Tim. Thanks for letting me talk.